Good morning, good evening, good evening, good night, wherever you are. It's time for 8.20. Your next 500 seconds of resilience. I must thank you again at the outset of this episode, like most of them. I really sincerely appreciate you taking the time to download this or hopefully many episodes to get a feeling for my purpose, message, method, and hopefully more importantly, how it might relate to you on your journey and using it as you see fit. Listening to it, then discarding it, listening to it again and again, or me selfishly listening to it and sharing it with those that you love. Today's discussion is called The Beginning of the Return. Hopefully you saw that in the um, introduction or how you saw it listed on the playlist for my, my podcast. I would think you would have an initial question about beginning of the return to what? Like going back somewhere? This guy's talking about a way back machine that will take us back to when we were in our you know, energetic and non-caring 20s. No, not going backwards. Still, the, the question is, return to what? And very simply, I have no magical pills or statements or poetry to give you to make your day just you know, smooth and clean going forward. I do want to offer to you just my examples of, call them lessons, call them failures, call them less than successful endeavors, but really just examples. And the reason I think, nope, the reason I observe that it might be relevant in putting this out and sharing it with one of you or with eight million of you out there, is because I'm offering myself, yes, as an example, but while we're still alive and living, aware and becoming more aware each day of not just what's out there, what's in here, what's in here to me and for me, what's in you for you going forward. So the return, the beginning of the return is the beginning of the return to the fullness of you, to the full consciousness of you, to the full awareness of you, to the full observance of your thoughts. I know it's difficult to maybe get your head around the comment that I offered in earlier podcasts about we don't think. And that was part of my uh, struggle, my quest for that answer to a question that I have for decades about what is the essence of thought and thinking? Could someone show it to me by physics, by chemistry, by examples, you know, point A to point Z, that is the timeline, the half-life of a thought. And I couldn't find it anywhere until I came across, as I mentioned before, in the three magic words from Mr. U.S. Anderson. And that's why I restated and cited that statement that we do not actively or even possibly think. 
We can only observe thoughts. Now, it's important to me because even when I wrote the book, Resilience, the Beauty of Presence, I wasn't trying to come up with, you know, the earth-shattering rocket science new knowledge that no one had ever, you know, promoted or demonstrated. But in the book, as I wrote out the processes for sensing, for faith, for observation, in communication, the core model in resilience, the book, is observation and communication, two major pillars of the process called resilience. But for me, I called it observation. I didn't think I, I didn't know I was putting it together to remove or discard thinking, but that was that is the core first step. If there is a first step, it's, a, it's cyclical, it's spiral about what the process is, which is observing and communicating. So again, the beginning of the return is to the return to the fullness of you. This is not a one-way trip, you know, top to bottom or bottom to top. Forward, yes. To and fro, yes. But... Is what I mentioned also in an earlier podcast, I think last month, was the sway. I'm trying to find a simple word that would describe what I do professionally and definitely in the book and these podcasts. Not as a coach, I'm a sway or a swayer. Not trying to convince you to change your mind or your position or anything, but just look at it as what do we do when we sway? We're back and forth, navigating, not backwards and forwards, but left to right, oscillating. Not so much vacillating on our opinions or our direction, but always forward. But that's part of sway as you go with the wind or into the wind, against or sideways on a wind or crosswind, you're going to be swaying in that process. So I'm, for now, right now, I'm using that term. What I do is, I am a sway. So I want you to consider in this beginning of the return, returning to observing who and what you have, not what you are. Let me say that again. Returning to observing who and what you have, not what you are. And if you have died off or killed off those things you don't need, you're able to relinquish the wants that you don't need. That, to me, is the beginning of that non-resistant, non-attachment, non-judgmental overlay of what you do as you are measuring or assessing the consequences of what you observe, decide, communicate, and go forward with. To me... It offers you more flexibility, more fluidity of movement when you are doing that as you are developing that muscle of resilience. As I said before, that gives you less carry-on baggage to concern yourself with that you might lose. If you need that baggage, let it go. Let it go. You have enough with who and what you are right now, not what you have. 
Well, what you have is who is really what you what you need, not what you want. Probably a better way to put that. So, in closing, consider doing it that way, or at least testing testing it out. More flexibility, less baggage, more fluidity and movement. Or as I said before, gives you a little more sway in your journey. Thanks again. As always, stay present, stay current. No matter where you are in this world, it's always 820.